GameZillaMedia.com. It's time for the last action podcast. Pop quiz, hot shot. Hey, motherfucker. I feel the need. The need for speed. Please, we can kill it. I have come here to chew bubble gum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubble gum. Come with me if you want to live. Welcome to this week's episode of the Last Action Podcast. I am LPJ, and I'm joined by a man who, during the holiday season, dresses like a little girl and sets traps in his apartment complex for the other, you know, people in the complex to kill them. You know, that was a little clunky, but we're going to keep it because you know me. Hovercraft goes here. That was not one of your better. No, better it was intros. not. It was not great. You know what? I was. It's Christmas. I didn't want to be that mean to you. So I'll just, say, I'll just say Merry Christmas. It's Christmas. We all have cozy Christmas backgrounds up behind us. And we are. Maybe we'll, you're listening ahead. to this live as we record it on Christmas, by the way. Yeah, it's true. That's we how all special got together. this episode is. We got together on Christmas morning and decided that we are going to record this. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I can't tell if our guest is trying to talk to us and muted or he's talking to someone at his house. Uh, I, I, and, it was the latter. <laughs> you were talking to a ladder? Yes. Oh well. Anyways, uh, the Tush is here with us. Tush, welcome back. Thank you very much. Glad to be here to talk about this uh, awesome movie. Uh, Yeah, and we are, uh, you know, like LPJ said, it's Christmas, uh, and we are covering. I think you actually spoiled this on the Discord recently. Oh, hundred percent. Because I mean, come on. What else were we going to cover today? Well, I threw out a couple things that I wanted to cover, but you shot. Neither of them were good. (laughs) You shot them all down, but we are not good. But we are here to talk about 2022's uh, Violent Night. Uh, this movie was actually released December second of 2022, um, and I uh, remember being really excited to see this. I did not, however, uh, see this in the theater. I did uh, uh, like they they released it like you could buy it, so I like bought it like. Um, uh, and watched it at home uh, and really enjoyed it. Uh, but I don't think I have watched it again until um, I watched it for the podcast. So, yeah, that's where I'm at with it. Uh, yeah, you know, I was super excited to see this, but I very rarely get the opportunity to go out to a movie anymore. Um, and I didn't bother buying it because uh, it's kind of cheap. And um, so I waited for it to show up on uh, Netflix. And as soon as it was on, I, as soon as they released it on Netflix, I watched it, which actually wasn't that long ago. It was probably only uh, like three, four months ago, maybe. Something like that. I thought it was on Prime instead. Netflix. Or Prime. That's what it was. Sorry, Prime. Watched it on Prime like three or four months ago when it came out and then watched it again for the, for the episode here. Uh, what about you, Tush? I did see it in the theater, um, but there was that weird period because it was only it came out on like video on demand like two weeks after it came out in the theater, and you told me how good it was. I think it was a day or two after Christmas, so I'm yeah. like, yeah, I'll go see the theater, and I thoroughly enjoyed it. And I even before I knew I was gonna be on the podcast, just a couple of weeks ago, I watched it again while I was waiting to get on a flight. So I uh, yeah, just watched it again, and it's a, it's a very enjoyable movie. And it was like, I remember the hype for this movie being palpable, you know, like 
you'd see that no one had any idea it was kind of coming out. And then all of a sudden the ads hit for it. And you're like, wait, is this a thing? Wait, <laughs> is there from the guys who did John Wick? Uh, and yeah. David Harbour is playing the actual Santa Claus. <laughs> this is awesome. Like, I was yeah. so blown away by the trailers that I, I could not wait to see this. Although I, you know, had to. But there it is. Yeah, last year was an unusually good year for Christmas movies. You had the Guardians Christmas special. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I know I'm, 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 I said it was a good year and I only named two, but <laughs> you had this. No, but there's definitely some others I'm not, that I'm, I'm just not remembering right off, the, right off the top of my head. But, you know, a lot of times, it's actually a, a really good Christmas movie that you're going to watch every year is very rare. And two of them came out last year. So that's true. It's a good reminder that I need to rewatch the guardians Christmas special. So thanks. Thanks. Tush. I mean, I ran out of time because obviously we're recording this live on Christmas. So, um, of but, you know, I guess I can watch it, uh, uh, sneak away from opening so many presents, just so, so many, so many presents with that so many presents, incredible crackling fire behind you. <laughs> In that yeah. spacious room that you're in, that yeah. room is just—it's a cavern. It's so huge. It's a real up- plenty of time because you wished your family away. Remember, <laughs> yeah. it's a real upgrade from where I usually record. Like, so and that, that looks to be a eighteen to twenty foot tree back there. Yeah, and Tush. I mean, look at that. It's snowing outside, and yeah, right by the window. Cabin. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty crazy. Um, okay, so numbers. This movie. Uh, has a budget of 20 million, which is like so crazy cheap to me. Like, if you think about movies, like, yeah. like, so it's it, it's a budget of 20 million, it has a domestic gross of 50 million and a worldwide of 76 million dollars. So, I think I figured out part of the fact that it was only 20 million is most of the cast are the stuntmen that normally would have replaced the cast anyway for most of these scenes, yeah. Yeah, and and even like I mean, when you're thinking about like the biggest name stars in it, you're like, well, David Harbour, John Leguizamo, and Beverly D'Angelo. Yeah, it's it's not, not like it's not a stacked cast. Yeah, it's not yeah, like I would think like you could pro- maybe David Harbour might have gotten two million, Leguizamo maybe a million, Beverly D'Angelo maybe five hundred thousand. Yeah. And I guarantee you, know? you, Leguizamo probably did it just because he thought it was fun. <laughs> maybe we'll ask him. John Leguizamo, join us right now. If it be crazy. Like, Let me tell you why I'm bad about not being in the Mario Brothers, new Mario Brothers movie. Wow, John Leguizamo. He's really we, here. We wish them yeah. to be on this episode. Why is he still uh, dressed I'll like... tell you what an asshole Steven Seagal is. Why is he still dressed <laughs> like Spawn, though? Or the Violator? <laughs> um, okay, so the Rotten Tomatoes on this is 73%, way higher than the 9% that Beverly Hills Cop 3 got, and the unknown that the fourth Beverly Hills Cop movie is going to get. It looks good. It, it looks it, good. It does look good. Uh, I begrudgingly, I have to admit that it looks pretty good. Uh, and who doesn't love Joseph Gordon-Levitt? I mean, I right. love him. Who he's doesn't? a villain, it seemingly. No, I think he's like a cop. He's like a good guy. I, I think know. Kevin. Ba- I think Kevin Bacon looks like the bad I guy. Bet, I bet he's. I bet he's the bad guy too. Uh, I bet you not. Everyone. No, everyone listening, LP, LPJ, and I just made a bet about Joseph Gordon-Levitt's. Joseph Gordon-Levitt's character in the new Beverly Hills Cop movie. Sorry, he did you turn down Josh? Guardians of the Galaxy to be in Sin City a Dame to Kill for, so <laughs> I don't know about him sometimes. <laughs> well, that's fair. Uh, okay, so the top grossing movies of 2022, uh, the top, the number one top grossing movie is actually one that we have covered on this podcast, Top Gun, colon, Maverick. Um, 
uh, number two is uh, Tush's favorite, Avatar, The Way of Water. Uh, and then number three is Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. And this movie, Violet Night, comes in 33rd. And we have not done any other movies in 2022. So just, I want to throw this out there. Uh, Avatar is overrated, right? 100%. Uh, yeah, I've never seen the sequel, and I've only seen the original one time, and I wasn't impressed. Okay. Just want to make sure I'm not in the minority here. I think I saw no, the original. You're certainly not. It's just like people go because they almost feel like, oh, well, like I'm like, it's like, it's FOMO. It's fear of missing out. Like, ah, James Cameron's just saying, cool. They, they look good, but they only look good if you see them on the absolute biggest screen possible. And it's just, yeah, there, there, there's nothing, there's nothing to them, you know? Um, okay, so cast, uh, we already mentioned the three people that I know, David Harbour, John Leguizamo, and Beverly D'Angelo. I don't know if you guys have anybody else that you want to mention. Yeah, Alex Hassel. Um, he was in the live-action Cowboy Bebop TV show, which I liked. I thought he was really good in it. Um, but that's the other thing that I know him from. And then he showed up in a couple other random things here and there. Cam Gigante or whatever. He was big for a while, wasn't he? Was he? And what? Yeah, he was in Twilight and um, oh, like... So many things, Dave. What? So many <laughs> yeah, things. Yeah, stuff like that. Really? He, says, up the oh. he was in He was in Never Back Down, I think. I was going to say, it says he's known for Twilight, Never Back Down, some movie called The Roommate, and some movie called Priest. Yeah. And then right. Edie Patterson is in like everything that Danny McBride makes. So, like, the Righteous Gemstones and Vice Principals. And she, she's pretty funny. Okay. All right. Well, sure she's well, there. Well, there you go. Uh, you guys want to do a couple net worse? A yes. Few? All right. Let's start with Beverly D'Angelo. She's got that sweet, sweet National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation money. What do you think, Tush, for Beverly D'Angelo? Well, she's got that sweet, sweet National Lampoon's European vacation money. <laughs> okay, okay. Also sweet, sweet Al Pacino baby mama money. So <laughs> Wait, I one? think because of that and because of the money she probably gets from that, I'm going to say she's worth $50 million. Okay. What do you think, uh, LPJ? Uh, she's got that sweet, sweet... Did you name all three National Lampoon's movies she's in? Well, there's only two of us, so no. <laughs> I and thought you more than she, one. She's in that, that sweet, sweet uh, National Lampoon's European Vacation. Oh, that's come the one on, I gave. really? Yep. <laughs> that's Kush, the one I gave. Who said that one? You And by the way, you could have said the original Vacation. You I, know what, said, I know what I could have said. You could have said Vegas, Vegas Vacation. vacation. I, know, I know what I could have said. All right. Uh, I'm saying what, European Vacation. Okay. Well, what are you saying? What did you say for her network? $10 million max. Uh She's got $20 million, $28 million. Next up, uh, John Leguizamo. Uh, he's got that sweet, sweet violator in Spawn uh, money. What do you think, uh, LBJ, for uh, John Leguizamo? He's got that sweet, sweet not in the new Super Mario Brothers movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to go $25 million. Okay. What do you think, uh, Tish? He's got that sweet, sweet Tu Wong Fu, thanks for everything, Julie Newmar <laughs> money. I'd say he has had million. Uh, LBJ got it right on the nose, right on the button. $25 million for John Leguizamo. That's how you do it, guys. Uh, That's and that, how you do it. You, you, get, you are on every episode, and you get one right maybe every 10 episodes. I would get too excited about yeah, it. Yeah, but it happened, guys. It happened. 
Uh, and then finally, David Harbour. He, of course, has that sweet, sweet Stranger Things money. What do you think for David Harbour, Fish? He's got that sweet, sweet, the first Equalizer movie money and married <laughs> to Lily Allen money. So I'm going to say he has $15 million. Okay. Uh, he's got that sweet, sweet Black Widow money. Oh, good right? one. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'll go. I bet. I bet he's finally getting a little bit of money from Stranger Things. I'm going to go twenty million. Six million dollars for David Harbor. Six million. And by the way, if you if I ducked away from the mic, it's because I threw my piece of paper with the answer on before I knew what you guys are guessing. So I thought you went to to stoke the fire a bit. (laughs) Well, you know, it's it's roaring. I'll just have my butler check on it. So if you see someone in the background, Um, yeah, that's right. I'm rich now. Uh, LBJ, you want to talk about director, writer, second kind of stuff? Sure. Uh, it was directed by Tommy Wercola, who hasn't really done a whole lot. Like his big, I guess, breakout movie was Hansel and Gretel Witch Hunters, which uh, uh, I guarantee, other- I guarantee, Tush has seen that. I have not. Wow. <clears throat> I know. I, I it's weird. So I I like Jeremy Renner, Renner. I like uh, Gemma Atherton, but just I haven't gotten around to watching it. All right. Yeah, but that's kind of his big thing that that he's kind of known for. That's it. Can I just say that? Like that, Tush is like, oh well, I haven't gotten around to watching it. When do you guys think that movie came? Oh, like ten years ago. Oh yeah, it's been a long time. So I mean, I can, I'm obviously not that interested. Yeah, I've been putting it off. Um, the queue. And the writers. <laughs> are uh, Pat Casey and Josh Worm Miller. Uh, they are the guys who are responsible for writing all of the Sonic the Hedgehog movies. Oh, nice. I like those Sonic the Hedgehog Yeah, they're great. They're very, I very tried, good. I pitched them for LBJ for the podcast, but he keeps denying me. So I don't... That's not true. <laughs> yeah, that is uh, one of the few things that is completely untrue. Uh, and then, uh, so as far as uh, taglines... I only got one for it. Do you know what it is? Ho, 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 bitch. <laughs> uh, uh, Tush, you got you got a guess? That was a pretty good Let's guess. See. Um, he's going to cr- crack your nuts. <laughs> uh, 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 this is, it's not Taiwan, but someone's going to get candy caned. <laughs> Sing it for you, mean? Whatever. <laughs> Um, I mean, these are see. great. These uh, are great, guys. Meet his ass under the mistletoe. Yeah, uh, uh, he's gonna okay. he's gonna eat your cookies and <laughs> deliver things to your house. You like, better watch like, out. Like you pain. Better not cry. Well, hold on, Dave. The tagline. The only tagline is actually, "You better watch out." Ah, <laughs> so I like there our better. jokes. Ours discovered were, it. Ours were better, guys. <laughs> Here's word better. Guys, I'm sad that my can of RC Cola is empty now, so. Uh, you know, the last time I had RC Cola. The last time I had RC Cola was when I was working at the Chicken and Ribs place when I was 15. <laughs> <laughs> Jonathan Edwards, Mr. Chicken? John Edwards, Mr. Chicken, yes. Oh, nice. Uh, okay. <laughs> The psychic John Edwards? He he, he yeah. does no, he talk to the dead chickens? No, surprisingly not. Not him. Different John Edwards. 
<laughs> it would be sweet if you like interned for him though. Ooh, ooh, um, the chicken, chicken. He, he he's mad. He's mad. He cut his head off. Ooh, but but he's still delicious. Still eat it. But he's happy that he's roasted. That's what they do. I'm, I'm they thinking of a yeah, they roasted the chicken there. Speed? It was really is good chicken. Is, is it clock? Is it clock? What is um? Not to sidetrack it, because sure. Lord knows we don't want to sidetrack this uh, this podcast. Not thing at all. But uh, what what exactly does it mean to roast chicken? Ah, it's a it's a pressure cooked deep fry. Exactly. Oh. It's it's it keeps the chicken much moister, which is a word everyone loves. <laughs> it's a really moist, delicious chicken in not that long of a time. But does a lot of places that have roasted chicken will tell you add an extra. 20 minutes to your wait time for the roasted chicken. Okay. All right. Anyways, back to Violent Night. Uh, Anything else that you guys want to mention about the movie before we start talking about the plot? No. Um, It does veer a little bit from the generally accepted uh, Catholic uh, legends of St. Nicholas. (laughs) Oh, really? Really? I I can't imagine. He, he was a Greek bishop who liked leaving presents in people's shoes. Also, patron saint of prostitutes and, the, and reformed thieves. Does it, does it, how much does it stray from the mythology set up by the movie Fred Claus? Um, <laughs> not as much as you might think. Jody on here for that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I really feel like the, this is really kind of a spiritual sequel to Fred Claus. <laughs> Which, by the way, uh, Jody and Tush love Fred Claus. I watched it this week. It's bad. Yeah. We okay. saw it at the Canton 7 Cinema with Hovercraft Joe, and we were laughing so loud that he's like, guys, you are embarrassing me. It was, is it, yeah, like... Is it worse ahead. than that stupid Adam Sandler movie where he plays his sister? Uh, Jack and Jill? See, I thought you were going to go Eight Crazy Nights. Now it's going to be like, well, of course it's better than Eight Crazy Nights. But um, no, Jack and Jill is a classic of American cinema. No, I was no starring no, not. Al Pacino, two uh, Adam Sandlers, quick, quick Norm McDonald, R.I.P. Uh, quick, Jerry uh, from Subway. <laughs> <laughs> quick side note: one last thing on Jack and Jill, and then we're going to get to the plot. I swear. Uh, we were on one of our friend vacations, and. Uh, Dave was forcing us to watch Jack and Jill, and uh, LBJ had been taking a nap, and then he came out, came downstairs and was watching the movie with us, and obviously didn't like it. And then I still remember when it finished, and Dave exited out of like Prime or Netflix or whatever, and LBJ says, angrily and aghast, he says, you chose to watch this? Okay, I didn't force <laughs> you to watch it. You were 100% complicit in it. And no one got up and left the room, and you laughed multiple times. I thought it was just on TV, and you guys happened to just put it on because there was nothing else there. But I don't. No, I you uh, picked the movie, and that's I did what not. You picked. I, I did watch. Hovercraft Joe will often sing the song from that movie that Al Pacino sings. A dunka dunka dunka. A dunka dunka dunka. That's the only good part. But anyways, tune in next year for our episode on Jack and Jill. Let's get into Violent Night. Uh, so the movie starts off with uh, David Harbour as Santa. He's drinking in a bar in uh, Bristol, England. He's on a break, guys. He's on a break. Uh, he's kind of lamenting the state of Christmas and, and kids these days and, you know, how they don't really believe in Christmas and they just want, like, cash and video games. Um, and, and he leaves uh, and he goes on the roof and he gets on the, gets in the reindeer uh, to fly away. 
and then uh, the lady from the bar, I can't remember why she goes up to the top of the roof. Because he's not uh, supposed to be she, on the roof. Well, because she, she thought he was going to go up there because she was drunk when he left. So she thought he was going to go up there and slip and fall and fall off the roof. And she was mad, like, oh, they're going to sue us, you know, stuff like that. Yes. Uh, so she goes up there, but Santa's flying away and she's like, oh my gosh, it's Santa. And then he like leans over the side of the sleigh and like pukes and the puke lands all on top of her. And it it's was, really gross. It was pretty gross. It's really gross too. Cause it's like, it's cold outside and the pukes warm. So there's like steam coming off it and stuff. That was probably the grossest part of the movie. <laughs> well, that's because there was nobody uh, injecting needles into their arms or anything. Right. There is that. Uh, okay, so then we're introduced to the uh, to the to the main family: Jason, uh, Linda, their estranged, and their daughter Trudy. Uh, they're going to Jason's mom's house for Christmas. They're like this super rich family, the Lightstones. So she has this like huge, like gigantic house. It's like a compound, basically. Yeah, it's um, gated. There's security. It's it's. They call it the uh, most heavily fortified private residence in the United States. Right. Uh, and so like we're introduced to the rest of his like extended family. So like his sister uh, and, and her like boyfriend and her son, and they're all like horrible. Uh, and, and his mom's horrible too. They're kind of like a horrible family. Uh, I did like the line when she's on the phone, when she first walks in, she says, don't shit in my mouth and tell me it's chocolate cake. Uh, that made me chuckle a little bit. Um, because it okay. reminded you of that time someone shit in your mouth. And, and told like, me it was. I thought you were going to give me chocolate cake. Well, they told me it was going to be chocolate cake, and they were like, "Well, you got to close your eyes." And I was like, "Okay, I like chocolate cake." And then it was you're not. like, "This has been a very eventful Oktoberfest." And, and then you said, "And then you said, Mom, I'm never going to fall for that again." Okay, that oh, was Jesus. That was, mine was not as I, mine did not go as far as yours. That was too. That was too far, LPJ. Too far. Too far. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Uh, too, too far. Um, okay, so then we get like a montage of uh, Santa, and he's delivering presents. He's like shotgunning a beer. He uh, pees off the side of the sleigh. Uh, he again, he's just like putting like cash and like people's stockings, and he's really upset when they don't have like good cookies and milk out and stuff like that. So uh, it's just like a montage of him still being jaded with Christmas, right? So uh, it's like skim milk and stuff like that. And, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Cookies. Yeah. Oh, we missed. I, I did think the part was really funny with Beverly D'Angelo where they're like the little girls like, oh, yeah, like who's named after her. Yeah. She likes going by Trudy. Trudy sounds like a whore. <laughs> I also like that they named the son uh, Bertrude. <laughs> yeah because <laughs> they wanted the neighbor after uh beverly d'angelo who's gertrude but uh he was a boy so he's bertrude uh okay so uh they're putting trudy to bed and she's upset because she didn't get uh didn't get to go to the mall to visit santa so uh uh jason gives her this old walkie-talkie it's like oh you can use this to talk to santa like he's not gonna be able to respond but you can you know communicate with him right um okay so then Santa shows up at the uh, the Lightstone house. Uh, he, he's really happy because they're like homemade cookies and you know the good milk. And uh, he mixes the milk with a uh, brandy. Oh, no, he wasn't he wasn't impressed with the milk. He dumped it out. Oh, and that's then right. Saw the brandy and just poured it in the glass. So there's a little bit of milk with the brandy. That's right. And so he's eating the cookies <laughs> Which, and he's drinking. The- you're gonna do that shot later, right? 
Uh, I don't have any uh, brandy or milk uh, in my apartment, so I cannot do either of those. Okay, Johnny Vegan, <laughs> please, let's keep going now. You do have brand CDs by the musical artist Brandy. Plenty of <laughs> Well, yeah, of course. Who doesn't? Uh, okay, so um, so the, the head of security at the Lightstone Compound, uh, he turns out that he's a bad guy, and so are like a bunch of the staff that they brought in for the party. Um, uh, yeah, well, and they, then... they hired a catering company, and yes. the um, the head of security worked out some kind of deal with them to bring him in. He's supposedly going to get a cut of the money, and um, they're actually, you know, thieves. Right. As uh, most catering companies are, I understand. Yeah. <laughs> like, and and I, we should probably say this right now. This movie essentially, very lovingly, robs from, like, a bunch of different Oh yeah, action Christmas-based movies like Die Hard, Die Hard Two, uh, Home Alone. I mean, there's all kinds of different homages to things. Like I was just reading, in, in, like one of the the trivia bits is like the catering company is called like Farkas and something from right. Christmas Story. From Christmas Story, yep. They got Beverly D'Angelo from you know National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And then yeah. Um, okay. So uh, then John Leguizamo shows up. He's like the the main bad guy. Uh, all the bad guys have like Christmas themed code names. He's Scrooge, you know. There's like candy cane, candy cane, and Krampus and Tinsel and Gingerbread, Frosty, yeah, Jingle, um, Sugar Plum. <laughs> I got the list right here, guys. Okay. Um, by the way, whatever happens to Sugar Plum? She's like the code cracker, but then like, does she get killed? Does she get arrested? I don't know. Um, you know, they never say. I guess she'll probably be in the sequel. They are making a sequel, I heard, which is not surprising. Um, but anyways, okay. So the bad guys kill all like the guards and the staff and the compound. Uh, the reindeer, they get scared by the gunfire and they take off and Santa's pissed about it. Um, yeah, because Santa has a run-in with... Well, yeah, he runs in the tinsel. He runs he has in the tinsel a... and, uh, you know, tinsel's trying... They're trying to corral everybody in the house onto one floor so they can sort of keep them all together. And they don't account for Santa because he's not on the list. Uh, so he runs into tinsel and then they fight and not Santa's not a good fighter, uh, at first. Uh, and then, you know, he pushes tinsel, tinsel, his gun shoots up in the air through the ceiling and scares the reindeer. And then, uh, Santa throws tinsel out the window. Right. And he gets impaled on a giant ice. Um, and then my next note says, man, stop singing. John Lucasamo. He comes in, he's singing. Uh, I do. I do really think it's really funny when he just like straight up punches Beverly D'Angelo in the face. Yes. But yeah, I don't know. It's just funny because you're not expecting it. So um, the whole thing getting punched. It's just something that Hovercraft Joe thinks is hilarious. <laughs> Shut up, you laugh. Um, <laughs> so then, um, okay, I might need a little help with this little little bit. There, there's supposedly three hundred million dollars in cash mm-hmm. in the personal vault at the house, yeah. in the personal vault of the house. But it's they stole it, or they embezzled it, or it or was what? supposed to be spread around in bribes in the Middle East. Like you're supposed to like go like the government's like okay you have all these connections in the Middle East we want you to bribe people to increase our influence and they're just like yeah we'll do that and so they just kept it okay well they kept it but what they they, they hit it by um, allowing by making cutting some other deal and uh, the caravan that had the money was destroyed and so they think the money was destroyed in the Middle East but the reality is they yeah. stole it and are stockpiling it for themselves. There you go. See, I knew you guys could help me out. So uh, they find Tinsel's body. It's not complicated. No. 
Okay, you don't have to be a jerk about it. I'm just saying. I mean, it's not you're being a real Avril Lavigne right now. Yeah, Making things uh, complicated. All right, who's going to take over the plot? Go ahead. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, all right. Uh, so they find uh, Tinsel's body, and, and so they, they kind of send everyone out to try and find Santa. Um, he gets in a fight with Frosty, not the not the snowman, but the uh, the the bad guy. Ooh, what uh, and a twist it, that would have been. And I like that he's trying to find something to fight uh, him with, so he keeps like trying to pull things out of his like magic, yeah. like presents <laughs> act, and he just keeps getting like video games and stuff like that, and that's really funny. Um, I like that he ends up beating Frosty by stabbing him in the eye with like the star from the top of the Christmas tree. Uh-huh. Uh, and then he like plugs it in and electrocutes him, and the dude's head sets on fire, and it's like his skin's <laughs> melting off and stuff. Um, so then he finds like the other radio, um, uh, and, and so he, and he talks well, to he Trudy. Finds, he finds uh, Frosty's Rocky walkie-talkie. Oh, okay, and it's just on the same channel as her. Well, she, he's she's flipping through channels. He's flipping through channels. They just kind of okay. on each other. So, uh, so yeah, so he's talking to uh, uh, Trudy. Uh, and then he ends up talking to John Leguizamo on the radio for a little bit too. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, he's he's bleeding bleeding a lot because he got stabbed in that fight. Um, do Wait, you? Did he get stabbed in the side? Isn't that where it was? Yeah, yeah kind of like in the side, like yeah. lower abdomen, kind of. Um, so then the the bad guys are trying to find out um, uh, the why why are they torturing him? What do they want to know? Have they gotten into the vault? I can't why are remember. They torturing who? The the family. Why do they break oh. his finger? Why are oh, because they? They, I think they got in the vault and there was no money. No, but they and were. They're like, where's the money? They were messing with them before. They didn't. They they, they didn't yeah. happen until the. Uh, he didn't torture them until the. Until um, they found the, the empty vault. Right, which wasn't until the the hit squad shows up. Yeah, right. but but no, but they they break his finger before that. I I'm. I, I, I guarantee it. I'm going through my notes. They're in there. Are they just trying to get Twitter. code to the vault to make it quicker? Maybe. 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 I don't know. I can't remember. But anyways, they... actually, I don't know that that part doesn't make sense to me. I'm not sure. Well, they break his fingers in the Nutcracker, uh, and, and then they're going to put his uh, balls in a big one, which is really kind of weird. And also, like, seemingly they pull his pants down in front of his daughter, too, which is kind of creepy. Uh, and weird. Um, uh, also, like Trudy is like talking about how Santa's going to save him, and she, he like yells and gets real bad. And he's talking about how Santa's not real, uh, so she gets like upset and like runs away. Um, uh, and at this point, Santa's like uh, uh, stitching up his wound with a uh, with like a uh, ornament hook. Yeah. Uh, he's got a bunch of like tats, right? And we don't know what why he's got so many tats. Uh, but then he has like a flashback, a brief flashback to when he like was like a Viking. Apparently, we'll find out more about that later. But we just see him wearing like the Viking kind of helmet. Um, he talks to Trudy again um, and, and kind of proves that he's the real Santa by like referencing gifts that he brought her in the past. Um, One of which she still has. It was that bunny that she still had there at the house. Right, 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 right. So then down like in the, in the main dining room where the rest of the family is or the main whatever living room, uh, Krampus, he's one of the bad guys. He's kind of like a crazy dude. He's, uh, he's been in other things. And I can't. Yeah, he was the designated driver and Drive Me Crazy. That is not I know, it's a really specific reference. But, is that uh, like a, yeah, he's been in a lot of stuff. He's been, like, he was in teen movies like back like 20 years ago. Yeah. And oh, I think he was on an episode of Psych. But... He was in Supernatural. He was... Um... Shoot, who is he in Supernatural? That's what I recognize him from, and I'm trying to think what character he was in it. Um, 
pull it up now. TV. See, now I got it. Now I got to look. Now it's bugging me. All right. Well, well, maybe you need to go to the house of bugging. That's a John Leguizamo reference. Ooh, nice. <laughs> anyway, he was in that. So moving on. Oh, he was in Smallville. He was Parasite. He was Ru- Rudy Jones. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay. So, anyways, um, that so Krampus makes them like uh, open the gifts that they got for each other, um, and, and uh, Jason wrote Beverly D'Angelo a note, uh, but we don't know what it says at the time. She just kind of reads it and looks at him, but we know something's going on. Uh, and, and that's when he found out that uh, Santa's original name was Nick Mon the Red. He was a Viking. Um, and also, like, another plot point we forgot to talk about is that, like, the Lightstones are so, like, rich that they have, like, a basically, like, a personal, like, uh, army at their disposal. It's, like, they, like their extraction team. They're supposed to come in and, and save them from, like, any kind of, like... Uh, you know, any kind of situation, what, what yeah, any kind of danger, any kind of situation like this, but they're supposed to be still like uh, 30 minutes out. So uh, Santa gets captured uh, by John Logazamo. Uh, at this point, they still don't really believe that he's like the real Santa because, you know, uh, but uh, John Logazamo tells him a story about how like Christmas ruined his life. Uh, and, and I can't exactly remember how it's Christmas. He, his dad got laid off. And so he, um, he went to the next door neighbors and wanted to steal their Christmas gifts. And the grandpa of that family tried to stop him and he pushed and he pushed them to get away from him, ended up knocking the old man down the stairs and killing him. And then he ended up going to juvie and no, his dad took the blame. I thought, no, I don't think so. I don't think there's anything about that. I think Nafsair had a few too. Yeah. uh, I I would take the blame. If one of my kids did that. Yeah, too many brandies and milk while he was watching this. Exactly. Uh, okay. Uh, and, and John Longasamo at this point, he also burns Santa's bag, which is a real bummer. But I do like the uh, like the the subtle like kind of like how Santa just knows like all their real names. Mm-hmm. He's just like calling them by all their real names. Um, but then he uses his uh, Christmas magic powers to like escape through the chimney. Um, I also think it's pretty funny when. Uh, uh, Krampus punches Bertrude in the face. Yes, <laughs> is... love him punching people. You're not really supposed to punch. That kid is so annoying. Like, I was he was, he yeah. Punched. And then Which like poses the point. But... And then Morgan Steele. Uh, that's like the the Jason Lightstone sister's like boyfriend, who I read in the notes is supposed to be like uh-huh. Martin Wahlberg. Right. <laughs> I feel like it's just that one thing he says that's supposed to be like him. You know, like. Like where he's like, oh, I could have totally stopped nine eleven. Right. It's like, yeah. Well, I, I other than that, that I, mean, I think he, this guy's supposed to be more of like a struggling actor. But, you know. Like Mark Wahlberg said that, right? Yes, he, he, did, he, he did. And I love Mark Wahlberg, but it was definitely a lapse of judgment for him. Okay. He does a lot of stuff for charity, especially he did a ton of stuff for charity in the Detroit area when they had Wahlbergers here. But. Yep. Saying that was a lapse of judgment. Well, I think he's since he's since apologized for it. Oh, he's definitely apologized. Rightfully so. Um, Okay. So, uh, but anyway, so he like escapes and like jumps out the window, and he kind of like takes off. But then he runs in. He's like, "Oh, great, the extraction team's here." But it turns out they're in on it too, and they kill uh, uh, Morgan Steele. I love that this extractor team is essentially the exact same thing from Die Hard 2. It is. They're in the same costumes. They're on snowmobiles. Yeah. The exact same thing. Right. 
So that's when they open the safe and they find out that the safe is empty. Okay. Um, Santa, uh, meanwhile, is kind of in like a like a, a house, like kind of like a big shed, I guess. It has like tools and I don't yeah, know what like the hell the, it actually is. The gardening shed or whatever it is. But he finds a sledgehammer uh, because back when he was a Viking, he used to kill people with a hammer that was called, um, what was the hammer's name? Oh, Skull Crusher, right? Skull crusher, is that yes. where? Yeah. Skull okay. Crusher, yeah. Skull Crusher, right? Uh, so he finds a sledgehammer and he starts taking out the extraction team. Um, uh, we cut back to John Leguizamo and he's really mad that all the money is gone. Um, and then we go back. When he's to- killing the team. It's all the, like it's the very earnest, like the earnest and sincere Christmas song by Brian Adams. The uh-huh. you know I think it was from the very special Christmas CDs. It yeah. really enhances just the horrible violence of like. Because he doesn't just, I mean, he smashes some skulls. He also stabs a guy through the eye with a candy cane he was sucking on. Yep. You know, right. Well, first, I feel like he stabs that guy, like, through the cheek with a candy cane. Yeah, yeah. He, yeah. And then he, he does, a, yeah. He, he also puts, like, ice skates on his hands and is, like, placing <laughs> yeah. people's necks. Uh, and I, I, he, like, gets a couple people, like, uh, like tra- trapped and they, like, get pulled into a wood chipper. A snowblower. It was a snowblower. Oh, by the way, a... snowblowers can't do that. But I'm saying it was cool. Maybe not your snowblower. No, I have. We used to have snowblower. one that literally shot flames out the side. It was weird. You did? Yes. Ooh, that's a that's the poor oil to gas ratio right there. That it's is true. That is problematic. Yeah. Um. So, uh, and then I like the dude that was kind of like running all the the comms for the mission when he like attacks him and he like pulls the pin on the grenade and like tucks it in uh-huh. to his like shirt and then like he's like oh, I gotta watch this and he turns around <laughs> and he's, the, dude, the dude blows up and he says ho ho holy shit <laughs> just really funny um so uh back in the house it's revealed that uh Jason Lightstone was the one that stole the money um he was trying to get out from like under the the thumb of his mom you know so he yeah, because that's like the whole crux of why him and his wife are estranged is he he kept putting the he kept being forced to put the family business over uh, over his own you know family needs and so that's why they left they were tired of being roped into all this drama um, so his plan was all right I'm gonna steal the money we're gonna move we're gonna just get out and start a new life somewhere yes um, so then you get. <laughs> And oh, go ahead. But they also thread throughout the whole movie, like maybe he's the one who called John Leguizamo here. Like they kind of insinuate, like maybe he's the one who's uh, organizing all this. Right. Also, I think they're uh, to circle back. I now remember that they're torturing him because they're trying to figure out who the Santa Claus is. Oh, that's uh, right. And, and like, because they're all saying like, "Oh, we don't have a Santa Claus here," so that's that's why. Uh, okay. So uh, I, so there, there's an early on reference uh, when they first, uh, when they first pick up Jason about how Trudy uh, stayed up and watched like Home Alone. So like she's like hiding out in the attic, and the 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 bad guys are looking for her. So she actually made like traps, like Home Alone style traps. <laughs> they are like Home Alone trap, Home Alone traps times ten. Like yeah, yeah. So like deadly Home Alone traps that react realistically. Instead yeah. of, like, the way they react in Home Alone. Well, yeah, and, like, so, like, the, the dude, the uh, gingerbread, who's, like, the head Lord, of security, yeah. 
Uh, I, I like that, that he's like gonna go up the ladder and he sees the nail like on it and he's kind of like, oh, you idiot! Like we're not gonna fall for this. So he starts like walking up the ladder and like, but one of the steps is like like sawed, so it breaks and he falls and that nail goes right through like oh, great. The, the bottom of his like mouth, like it's sticking up in the roof of his mouth. It's so, <laughs> it's funny, yeah. but it's also like it's so horrible. Um, so uh. So then, like, um, then, like, Trudy's launching, like, bowling balls from the attic, and, and the lady, I can't remember what her name is. is the, uh, peppermint or candy cane? Uh, it's candy, candy cane. cane. It's candy, candy cane. cane. And she, like, she, like, ducks, and one of the bowling balls hits him, and he falls off the ladder, and he, like, lands with, like, his ass on, like, a thing of, like, nails. It's a mat that has, like, drill bits and nails all sticking up out of it. Yeah. Yeah, and so then he, he gets up from that, and then he, I think he's, like, I think he pulls one of the nails, like, out of his back, and he's, yeah. like, looking at it, and a bull, another bowling ball comes and hits the nail and drives it into his, like, forehead and kills him. So she um, definitely kills a man. She 100%. definitely kills a man, yeah. Um, okay, so, um, uh, yeah, the, the bowling ball hammers the nail into his head. Uh, <laughs> she she puts, like, I don't know, what is, what is the sticky stuff? She puts, like... Some kind of, like... Some kind of adhesive. I don't know exactly. Adhesive and like candy cane. She like falls on it and she like rips off part of her scalp, (laughs) trying to get her hair like uh, off the top of it. Um, uh, um, So she takes her shoes off. Oh yeah, she takes her shoes off. She steps on a bunch of ornaments, uh, and then she's then she launches like a weight that like hits her face, like a workout, like a curling weight. Uh, It's pretty crazy. Uh, And then Santa shows up. Uh, and saves her, and Just, he ends and he up blasts her in the chest with his with his hammer. Yeah, and yeah. then she's she's not dead yet, and he ends up like just bashing her brains in with the. He uh, tells, yeah, he tells Trudy to uh, turn around and uh, close your eyes and close your ears and sing Jingle Balls as loud as you can. Right, right, right. Yeah. So at this point, like Jason's taking him to where he actually hid the money, uh, and Krampus is going to kill the rest of the family. Uh, the remaining family members, so they like attack him with all like the fireplace like tools and end up killing him, like stabbing him in the throat with the fireplace tools. Um, uh, Santa kills some more dudes with his hammer, like the more of the extraction team like guys. Yeah. Um, uh, 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 and then like so, John Leguizamo takes off with the money and uh, Beverly D'Angelo. Uh, and Santa chases after him. He grabs a sled and he chases after him. But I'm like, I feel like there was maybe at least one other snowmobile. Well, that was the whole thing is he doesn't know how to work technology. He calls everything gadgets, like the guns, the, the walkie talkie, everything's a gadget to him. Like he has no idea how how these things work. Right. Um, but he does end up cause he like slides down a hill, uh, like, and ends up knocking a guy off a snowmobile and he does get on a snowmobile. Um, Linda and Jason are fighting uh, one of the remaining like bad guys and she ends up stabbing him with an icicle. Um, Also, this is when I revealed that I did not know how to spell the word icicle because I tried to spell it twice and I don't think either of them were right and I gave up. So that's fair. Uh, How do you spell icicle? Anybody know? Uh, I believe it's I-C-L-E. No, well then I did spell it right one of the two ways. Okay. Um so uh John so Santa's coming after John Leguizamo, uh and he, he tricks him into driving into a stump, which is like, come on, Santa. I can't believe you fell for that. Um uh and that and that's when like John Leguizamo finally realizes that Santa's real, uh, cause he cause he sees he like 
Santa crashes into this old building and drops his list. Like he has this list he's looking at the whole movie where he like opens up and it says naughty or nice or whatever. Uh, so they have a um, they have a fight. They have a big big showdown. Uh, and Santa's getting beat up pretty bad actually. Like because uh, John Leguizamo has like uh, uh, treads or like what do you want to say like in his shoes? They're called. You want to know the actual name? Sure. The actual name is crampons. Okay, <laughs> so he's got. Called. So he's got crampons. Uh, he's got so, Santa, so, so Santa's sliding on the ice and blah, blah, blah. But I love how he ends up like killing John Leguizamo because he's like, I don't know. It's, I guess it's the ruins of some old building, but it's like a chimney. And uh-huh. like just as like he's about to deliver the, the killing blow, Santa uses his Christmas magic and pulls John Leguizamo through the uh, chimney, like completely like decapitating him and ripping off his limbs and he's just like yeah. a gross like bloody stump um but then he gets shot a bunch of times by commander thorpe who was the head of the extraction team yep. um but then uh thorpe gets killed by uh beverly d'angelo uh and and santa uh he he used up all his christmas magic uh so he dies he succumbs to his his wounds um but then he ends up coming back to life uh, because everyone believes in him, which I don't buy. I don't think <laughs> any of them really believe. They're just, just. Um, they just life. saw him do magic and shit. They, they believe. They didn't see him do anything. Yeah. Like, like how did that guy become like a stump? You know. Well. Yeah. Well, anyways, he comes back to life because of the Christmas magic. Uh, the reindeer show back up. Uh, and there's like, there's a whole like kind of also, we didn't mention there's kind of like a subplot where it's like, is he estranged from Mrs. Claus? Like maybe a little bit, or I don't know. Like, I feel like there's the hint at like they have some marriage problems. Um, but anyways, Mrs. Claus sent like his backup uh, sack for delivering toys and Skull Crusher. I mean, it was a little late. He wasn't going to do a Skull Crusher now, but um, I guess save it for the sequel. Um, but yeah, so then he leaves with the reindeer to finish delivering presents, which I don't know how he's going to get it done on time now because this is a real uh, like magic motherfucker. Magic, <laughs> yeah. Because this was our. Don't you believe? Stop talking about Fred Claus. I mean, I brought it up the first time, but uh... <laughs> uh, but yeah, so Santa uh, leaves. Uh, yeah, and that's it. That's the end of Violent Night. Mm-hmm. Got any role reversals for us? No. I don't. I don't have a single role reversal. Uh, yeah, no, I got nothing. This is there is very little on this movie. Like we talked about, ninety percent of the information that's out there for it. Yeah, it is surprising. Like I thought, like there would be more. Like I don't know. I I thought there would be more like background or whatever, but it's there isn't a lot that I was able to uncover as far as like the making of or any of that kind of that no. stuff. So. The only thing we haven't talked about yet is the fact that. In January of 2023, they announced the sequel is in process. Like they're they're working on it, so there will be a sequel at some point. And their goal was to have Charlize Theron in it as uh, Mrs. Claus, but I don't know <laughs> if that's going to happen. We'll see. Um, but because well, I think a lot of them would have worked with her on Atomic Blonde, right? Yeah, I would say so. Um, so we'll see. I don't know. Maybe she'll be in it. Who knows? Yeah, that'd be cool. I mean, I, think I, I feel like it's might have been her stunt double. I think What's you're probably that? right. Yeah, I feel like that's something that she would do. By the way, like oh, she totally. seems, she seems kind of yeah. cool to like. You know, she's in the Fast and Furious movies, yep. and I know it kind of seems like she would probably be down to. Like, to, I, to I could see her though. doing it. I could see like Halle Berry doing it. Would be pretty pretty good. Yeah. Um, 
there's a, there's a several people that would be really good in it. Yeah, that's true. It's true. It's true. It's true. It's true. Why did, what was that? I, why did I say? I don't know. Because you, oh, wow. know you had a little too much eggnog. It's Christmas. I, I'm all hopped up on RC Cola. So. Mm-hmm. Well, it is Royal Crown. <laughs> it is fancy, true. Fancy cola, pe- it's not meant for a peasant like yourself. You can't handle it. Right. Uh, fancy. It's Royal. Hello. I, I <laughs> like love that the- we're, we're really playing up the visual jokes. And this is a podcast that no one can see. Oh, this. I'm gonna. I'll post the picture I took in the Discord. In oh, the that'll be good. Okay. Of our of the background. People can so see everyone... how cramped I am recording. Yeah, it's, like it's yeah. hard in here. It's 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 hot. It's uh, it's very sweaty. Um, I'm just surprised you know, that it's not like it, it's not like the other guy in there knows the difference. <laughs> right. Oh, wow. Not. Not cool. <laughs> wow. You guys are gonna get that joke when you see the picture. Not, not, not cool, Tush. Not cool. Um, all right. He knows we... the difference. He just can't tell anybody about it. <laughs> okay, oh. I, th- I think we should. Uh, I think Sorry. we should rate it. That's too much, guys. I think we should. I think let we me, should rate this. Let me hit the button. Okay. <laughs> Who wants to go first? I'll go first this time. Um, I really like this movie. Uh, I liked it more the second time I watched it too. Because, uh, you know, the first time around, I watched the movie and I'm like, oh, I really don't want the dad to be the bad guy. Like, I just really want him to just be an actual, like, good dude. Not have a twist at the end where he was bad. And, and he wasn't. And watching it the second time, I didn't have to worry about that, so I wasn't distracted by that, which is weird that I would be distracted by that, but I was. <laughs> um, but I don't know. Everything in this movie is just super fun. Like, it's, yeah, it's a little cheesy in parts, and it's silly and doesn't make sense. It, it, in, in part, like, why would Santa fall for the stump thing? I don't know. Um, but it's just good. It's just a cool movie. I just love it. Uh, I'm going to go, I'm gonna go four, four machine guns for this one. I or really machine guns. Really all right, uh, Tush, why don't you go next? I feel very much the same way as LPJ. Um, even to the point where I, I, I definitely know what he means about like just wanting the dad to be good and like worrying about like, and like you know, I think it's a, it's very, it's very tight and lean. There's not a lot of fat on that. Or like, there's really nothing unnecessary. There's nothing like, oh, they could cut that out. If anything, they might they could add maybe a little bit more. But then again, who knows? So, um. I'm gonna give it four and a half machine guns. Wow. Um, yeah, I, I don't disagree with anything that you guys said. I, I do really enjoy this movie, um, and, and I I think this movie. Um, I think a real strength of it is that it knows what it is, and it's not. It doesn't take itself too serious. You know, where like I guess you could. Depending on how this movie goes, you could make it too serious. You could make it too jokey, and I think this kind of does a good job of like straddling the line. Uh, and I like all the references to all the classic Christmas movies. I I think the only thing that I would say, and not really knock against it, is just this is just it is a really good movie. It's just not something that I'm you know like other than like this specific month where I ever really want to. I'm not going to watch this in June or something, you know. Right. Um, so I don't know. I, I I maybe not as high on it as you guys. I do really like it, uh, but I think. I'll go with a very respectable uh, three and a half machine guns for it. See, so. And that's the same reason why I didn't go four and a half is because I can't see myself, you know, watching it in like May or some right. other time of the year. Like, no, it, it, it's what awesome. if you're planning on driving up to Bronner's Christmas Village that day? I would never. 
ever plan on driving to Bronner's. Yeah, if I'm circumstances, if I'm driving up the Bronner's, you better like check me into a psychiatric facility. I'm going to kidnap you both and take you to Bronner's Christmas Wonderland. It's a delightful Michigan staple that any of you haven't visited, you should. I'm good. Um, Okay, but yeah, no, I I feel like this is a movie that most people that listen to this podcast regularly have seen. Like, I just feel like this screams out. But if you haven't, definitely check it out. Um, I did want to ask this just out of curiosity. uh, I'll start with you, Tush. Uh, It doesn't have to be an action-based Christmas movie. What would you say three – what are you going to recommend three Christmas movies? I'm going to recommend three Christmas movies? Yeah, what would you recommend? They don't have to be action-based. Okay, very – obviously, there's – there's a very underrated one I always talk about, Joyo Noel, about the Christmas truce uh, in the trenches in World War One. That's excellent. Um, I'm going to go with Gremlins, because okay. that movie's sweet. There's an episode of the podcast on it last yeah. December. Check it out if you haven't listened. And, I mean, obviously, I think there's a lot of them that, like, everyone just, like, you know, they, they, they're automatically will just watch them. But, uh, but how about Kiss Kiss Bang Bang? That is definitely a Christmas movie. All right. Uh, what about you, LBJ? Any Christmas movies you want to recommend? Um, I mean, I, I really like Elf. Elf's great. And I know Ooh, everybody loves good. Elf. Yeah, but, but it is good. I just rewatched really it good. a couple days ago. Yeah. Um, I, I like Die Hard and Die Hard 2 a lot, but I feel like that's kind of the answer everybody expects to hear from this. <laughs> um, I don't know, like pure Christmas movies. I don't watch a lot of Christmas movies. You know it's a good one, uh, and you guys. Eddie's home too. No, I was going to throw out uh, the the Christmas Chronicles with uh, Kurt Russell. That's yeah, it is actually stuff. really good. The never sequel not as good. Yeah, oh. I've never seen the sequel, but I've seen the original. So uh, got yeah, that kid from uh, Deadpool in it playing uh, Belschnickel. Oh well, you'd probably like it, LPJ. It's it's yep. a big Kurt Russell thing. Um, I see. I'm like I'm a sucker for like the classic, so I I gotta say you know like Home Alone's one that I gotta watch. Yeah, Home Alone's real good. I, I, and I I'm a big fan of a, a real oldie, uh, White Christmas, which is like 1954, I think. But that's that's a really good one, uh, but not not for everybody. I got not technically a Christmas movie, but it's kind of in that vein. Planes, trains, and automobiles. Okay. Yeah, it's Thanksgiving movie. It's Thanksgiving. But yeah, I, will, I am I'm retracting Gremlins and putting Daddy's Home too in there. <laughs> okay, that movie I, is awesome. I will take uh, Gremlins and to put them on my list. Uh, one last question I, I wanted to ask you: Christmas theme question. Who is going to win in a battle between uh, the Santa Claus from this movie and Mel Gibson's oh, Fat Man? You Santa beat Claus. me to it. I was going to ask <laughs> something similar. Now I know what Dave's going to say just based on his Mel Gibson love. But what do you think, LPJ? I think I think it is Mel Gibson simply because I feel like in that if if we're going strictly with what we're seeing in the two movies, Mel Gibson's uh, uh, has just a little bit more power to him. Like his his Christmas yeah. magic is stronger. He can kind of what overcome is, things more than what Mel does he do with Christmas magic? Well, okay, in that movie? first, like okay, so here's his isn't as heavily based on belief, and also. Um, David Harbour Santa Claus could come with a sledgehammer, and Mel Gibson Santa Claus could come with a Colt Walker pistol and a 1911, and he's going to shoot uh, David Harbour Santa Claus before he gets a chance to do anything. So. Yeah, but he'll come, he'll come back to life. Um, Only if well, not if the person who killed. Well, I guess 
Yeah, I mean, you have to believe in yourself, I suppose. So, I mean, that's a real paradox there, Joe. Right. <laughs> well, anyways, I say David Harbour, Santa Claus, just because I like that movie and David Harbour more. Uh, but, you know, let us know in the Discord. If you take a take a break from Open to Presents this Christmas morning and let us know who would win. Uh, and if you haven't listened to our Fat Man episode, that was also last December. So go back and uh, check that one out. That is, I believe, where I did that drink that was like Jack Daniels and Elkins. Yes, that is. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes. And it was not good. Um, but yeah, um, L, uh, not LPJ, not you first. Uh, Tush, anything you want to plug? Yeah, um, so it's eventually oh going to come out. <laughs> I just got that thing Skillshare today, and I'm going to do a couple of their things on like publish, publishing and stuff like that. So I can't, I, I, guess I know I actually, I mean, it's ready to go. I could put it on, on Amazon any day. But I want to make sure like I'm not getting screwed or giving up any like rights or anything like that. So, you know, so I, I want to jump on Skillshare, kind of watch that and uh, see how that goes. So and I'm also three quarters of the way done with my next book. It's a short story collection, mostly nice. observations about Hovercraft Joe and LPJ. That's fair. <laughs> right, fair enough. Curious uh, to see how that goes. Uh, I would like to plug uh, Tubi, as always. Uh, I did not watch this movie on Tubi. I own it. Uh, but Tubi's great. Um you know, if you don't have Tubi by now, what are you what are you doing with your life? Uh, get Tubi. Uh, Pluto TV, I'm not as high on these days, but you know, you can still get it. it, it it's got some free stuff. Uh, and hmm, is there anything else that I want to uh, recommend? Oh, uh, as of us recording this, uh, I've watched the first three episodes of the new season of Reacher, and it's great. And if you're not watching the Reacher show on uh amazon if you haven't watched the first season you're not watching the new season again what are you doing with your life check out reacher it's great yep. uh, it's pretty amazing what about you uh lbj what are you gonna plug uh i actually i want to plug um by the time this comes out it'll be over but uh we're leaving tomorrow uh to go to the state competition for my son's robotics team uh, oh nice yep so uh if you want to learn more about that you can go to livoniafirst.org that's where you can learn about all the livonia robotics teams uh his is the uh, frost robo falcons uh, we also have a podcast that uh, he and i do my son and i do uh called the robo falcons podcast it's available everywhere so on itunes on uh spotify you can find it all kinds of places uh right now four episodes they're not long they're only about 30 minutes it'll tell you about the the team itself uh what the program is all about it's a worldwide it's a worldwide uh event so there's there's places all over the world that do these uh that do this exact same competition that we're doing uh you build a robot you compete in this game the game changes every year and then you move up the ranks and so now we're headed to our state competition with the goal of going to the world competition which is going to be held in houston uh so we'll see what happens i don't know i don't know i don't know if we'll get there or not but we're gonna try uh, well, good good luck to the uh, to the yeah, uh, Falcons, Robo Falcons, Robo Falcons. Good luck yeah. to the Robo. Falcons. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, and then uh, also uh, Discord, join us on Discord. Uh, we're on Instagram, also we're on we're on Facebook, but Discord's really the kind of the primary driver for all of our conversations. Uh, that's where somebody guessed, uh, "Hey, you guys are probably going to do uh, 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 Violet Night, aren't you?" And I said, eh, "You know what? Yeah, we are." Um, and here we are. Uh, so yeah, check us out on Discord and uh, and, and get to know us. Ch- chat with us. We we love it. Yeah, and I just want to say, if you're not listening to LPJ's other podcast, what are you doing with your life? Like seriously, it's thirty minutes. <laughs> it's really not that long. It, 
And if you're not if you're not going to buy Dave's book when it comes out on Amazon, what are you doing with your life? Thank you. Right. And, and if you're not listening to the soccer podcast that Hovercraft Joe and I are going to do in the near future, <laughs> where he explains, I kind of talk about the very little I know about soccer, and he explains everything to me. Uh, what are you doing I with did, your life? But but you know what he can't explain because it's impossible to explain the offsides rule. Yeah. Good luck with that. No, I understand it. I'm not going to get into it now, but I understand it a lot more now. Um, yeah, I'm not going to be doing two podcasts, so I would have to quit this podcast. <laughs> I'm starting another one. And I don't know if LBJ can handle it on his own. Uh, Bring it back, be, Sphinx. Every episode would be like 15 minutes long. He'd, give, he'd tell you who who directed it, who wrote it, uh, give you a couple facts, and then give his rating. Yeah, I get halfway through and I'd be like, just watch the fucking movie. <laughs> are, you guys still, are you guys still listening to this? Like, wow, he's up to like 400 episodes because they're all five minutes long. Uh-huh. He, he, he records yeah, nice. 20 every two weeks. Yeah, yeah I watched this movie today. Uh, three and a half machine guns. <laughs> Go fuck yourself. He started, he's like, this one's just a review of an Aqua Teen Hunger Force episode. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I went with Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Oh, but no, I no. It'd be a Moon Knights episode for sure. <laughs> a what, what? Moon Knights? I don't know what that is. Oh, see, if you know, you know, and I'm not going to explain it to you. Fair enough. Moon Knights? Nope. Not gonna, no, I'm not saying if you know, you know, and you don't know, so eat a dick. Okay. <clears throat> uh, well, <laughs> on that note, I'd like to wish all of your listeners a very Merry Christmas when yep. this is coming out. And, you know, slightly less merry to, you know, like non-Christians because they're kind of copying us, but, you know, whatever. Wow, so. let's not do that. <laughs> Jesus. That's what I was about to say after after that a little, okay. Uh, well, slightly more to Catholics, you know. So Happy holidays, everybody. Uh, yes. Oh, lame. That's a right. communist say. And uh, you know what? On a serious note, stop Jewish hate. How's that? Oh, um, Absolutely. And I will uh, echo uh, LPJ's sentiments and not so much Tush's. Uh, <laughs> Because he kind of went off the rails. Uh, but uh, also that uh, we will uh, see you guys again next year uh, because we're taking a couple weeks off to yep. enjoy the holidays. But we will be back uh, strong in the new year. And I don't know. Maybe we'll actually have some guests on besides to us. You never know. Yeah, you never know. <laughs> maybe not. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, maybe not. I don't know. We'll see. Just because they were kind of sandwiched together. My thing was not an example of any kind of hate. I, I really feel like I need to really feel I need to uh I feel like you do need clarify to clarify that. I completely agree with uh LPJ sentiments. I believe is it still Hanukkah? Like to wish happy Hanukkah yeah. to any uh li- bladed Hanukkah to any listeners. So there you go. All right, we got it all sorted out. We're good. Yeah. We're good. We a little too, know, messages we, were too close together. We know where you stand. We're good. Yeah, okay. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> any, any more apologizing we need to do? We good? Can I end this thing now? All right. This episode of the Last Action Podcast has been terminated. But ho ho ho! That's where I did it. That's that's the whole year. The year's gonna end with that.